Audio listener, you're still here, and you are very rare. Most people watch on YouTube or, of course, ladderwithclutter.com slash mugclub on the CRTV app. Uh, we've actually been doing a series. This week is part three of Making a Mug Club, primary suspects of who's been trying to destroy Mug Club. This week is Ben Shapiro, but it won't make sense on audio, so you won't hear it here. Go watch it on YouTube. Otherwise, of course, join up at Mug Club, YouTube, uh, or uh, review and uh, rate this show on iTunes because apparently that really counts for a lot so long as you don't have elon musk on the podcast smoking weed plummeting his stock enjoy the show Outline of uh, what we were discussing before the program with our guests who had never heard this American nomenclature for a certain part of the male anatomy. Uh, in third chair, I'll just plug them first. Is Philim uh, McLaren and McElhenney? How are you both doing? We're doing well. So very Great. happy to be here. Yes, thanks. yeah. You don't seem so after that. Look, Philim is like a kid who said a dirty word in the school. Uh, Gosnellmovie.com, of course, for people who yeah. do not. I mean, and some great movies out there. My favorite one is probably uh, probably Fractnation. I yeah. do. I, they're all good, but I really like Fractnation because you know you. Really stuck it to that uh, that <laughs> Fox character. Uh, of course, Quarter Black Garrett is producing. Uh, they're formally, you know, yeah. we're, we're not Nakia Jarrett. They'll be visiting us every now and then. But uh, you are Quarter Black, correct? I am. It is confirmed. To show the audience yeah. so they know to confirm. Yep. That's terrible. Uh, that is a, oh that is a the hood equivalent of us being lined up and shot like uh, Tom Cruise and Valkyrie. Gerald Morgan at G Morgan Jr. Yes, What's the one? Sir. The wine of the day is Bella Union, right? Bella Union. It's a good union. I think is union an Italian word? Connotation. Is there just combining things? It doesn't make any sense at all. I have no idea. I don't know. I think you're a drunk. Uh, we have oh, Gavin McInnes on the show, Ooh, and yeah. we have the Hodge twins on the show. Uh, I think we have uh, <laughs> Prime Minister Trudeau on the show, and we have Colin Kaepernick on the show. Kaepernick. 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 Okay. Captain, you, how do you guys pronounce it over there where you're from? Kaepernick. Unemployed. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I love it. Translates not, well, French. Not to be well. confused with head, which will totally bleep so you don't know what we were talking about before oh the show. Gosh. Here's my question, too. Obviously, this week, it's all been all about Kavanaugh. Uh, yeah. how, how much of it did you actually watch the hearing? And with all of the misinformation out there and the professional protesters, th we'll be talking about this later. I, I want to know. Comment below. What do you consider from the left to be a conspiracy theory, like Russia, like patriarchy, versus pure propaganda? It's it, it's a thin line, and, and it's been blurred quite a bit. But first, before we talk about that, we are going to have to talk about a two-minute ad from Nike. You've seen this uh, narrated by none other than Colin Head as, uh, as our Irish, uh, <laughs> our, our lovely Irish lady said. Here's a clip. Believe in something, even if it means sacrificing everything. <laughs> a haircut? So don't ask if your dreams are crazy. Ask if they're crazy enough. Get out. <laughs> really? <laughs> Commercial's going to air on oh, NFL this Sunday. All right, let's be quiet because we actually, I think, do we have him? We have an exclusive interview. Oh, no. we, I yeah, believe actually wow. we have him. So I'm, re I'm let's, let's be, let's be uh, respectful. Every, yeah, let's be respectful. Just let it, I'm not going to say just, anything. Just me and him uh, here to discuss the Nike ad is uh, Kaepernick himself. Colin, are you there, sir? Good to be with you, Stephen. Yes, you you you're about, it's been a while. Um, you're, you're, so now your new Nike commercial obviously uh, caused quite a stir. Uh, I'm sure you've noticed. What 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 are you thinking? How are you feeling about this now? 
Well, you know, if my time in the NFL has uh, taught me one, uh, if, if my time in the NFL has given me one thing, mm -hmm. uh, it, it's irreversible brain damage. But if it has given me two things, um, it would be a platform for change. Yes. And so I intend to just do it, Stephen. I, I see what you did there because that's yeah. the tagline. doesn't answer my question, though. I'm curious as to what you think of the, the fallout now, the controversy, if you think this was actually a good move, uh, really, for not Nike. I, I think so. For the country at large, really. I mean, yeah, the country is very divided right now. And I got to thinking, what do we need right now? Mm -hmm. And I think that politics should be at the forefront of all shoe buying decisions. Okay. I think that will, make a, that will heal us as a nation. Yeah, it sounds like a terrible idea. How'd you come to that conclusion, Mr. Kaepernick? No, it's a perfect idea. Did, for example, did you know that Chuck Taylor owned slaves? I did not know that. I, I, I'm, I'm not. So I don't think that's these accurate. These are questions that consumers should be asking themselves, Stephen, before they make any shoe buying decision. Like Doc Martin, what was he a doctor of? Eugenics? We need to know these things. Yeah, Stephen. I think I think you're actually just spreading misinformation, and, and that could actually be more divisive. Um, uh, by the way, what, agree to disagree. Agree I, to disagree. No, I'm not going to. I'm not going to agree to disagree. By the way, what is your percentage? Are you are you like a, are you Indonesian? What's the What's the? It's a little ambiguous here because I want to make sure I don't get it wrong. I promise you, with uh, with with more lead time, I will I will do the full ancestry.com on college. Okay, Catholic. all right. Next time, please, twenty three and me this uh, because this is going terribly. Do you miss? By the way, do you miss the NFL? Do you miss San Francisco? Did you find them to be a little bit more tolerant of? I of miss San Francisco like I miss an open receiver, Stephen. Not very often. Okay, <laughs> last time I was in San Francisco, I saw a man simultaneously pinching a vein and a loaf. <laughs> to give you uh, an example of San Francisco, good riddance, Stephen. But you know, I mean, it is a, a left-leaning town, so I would think you know you'd, you'd welcome their support. That's true, that, and that's just the building, Stephen. <laughs> see what I did there? They're, 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 yeah, the you're kind of doing a you're kind of doing a, a Jake Lamada. Uh, this is at the the, 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 the fading moments. This week. Okay, Thank all right. You. I don't want to I don't want to step on it. So okay, the, the, the buildings, but San Francisco. I mean. Think about that for those are the people. Fifty-two percent of Americans don't like you. Most people don't like you. Does that bother you? Well, you know, I think some mistakes were made. Uh, <laughs> okay. I think in hindsight, hindsight being uh, what it what it is. Yeah. Maybe yeah. I shouldn't 2020, have chosen I think the is what anthem, like. something that people revere so much. Uh, to, to take my stand. That's why actually I'm trying to try something else this spring. I'm actually doing a, a charity uh, Easter egg hunt. Okay. Yeah. I don't know yeah. how that uh, over at Arlington National Cemetery. It's going to uh, be really well, great. Okay. Yeah. I think I'm going to learn from a lot of my mistakes from I the think, past. I think no. I think you just need to make better choices. You know, another one for just as a, a kind of a pro tip, the blazer does look like it's from the from the 1980s. It looks like something that that, yeah. that Sylvester Stallone's wife from Rocky IV would have worn yeah, at some point. I don't know. You know, <laughs> who said I wouldn't be wearing shoulder pads this fall, Steve? Uh, okay. <laughs> you did there. Finally, uh, Mr. Kaepernick, uh, what impact do you think that the, this is going to have on since we're talking about long-term impacts, uh, children. Uh, children, you know, when we're talking about the sporting community, obviously they're a big component to that. The, the children making the clothes or the children here? Yeah, okay. I think this interview is about done. I, I, I think next Rack time let's do... Fantasy, yeah, okay. Colin Kaepernick, ladies and gentlemen. Let's not, uh, let's not do that again. I don't think we should uh, no. continue having uh, Mr. No. Kaepernick on no. the show no, anymore. I, think, I also think he was scared off by you, Ann. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he was thrilled by your comments yeah, I don't earlier. think he liked the name. <laughs> I, I don't follow football at all. All right, so, so here's the deal. Like, this guy, I just want a couple of numbers, right? His last two seasons in the, in the NFL, he was 5-11. and 11, 
and two and 14. This is a guy that sucked at his job and he's out of it. This cost him nothing. He sacrificed nothing. <laughs> this was his only way to get paid post football. Probably had to spend a little extra on knee pads. <laughs> oh, <laughs> budget true. adds up. Yeah. But no, you're, no, no, you're mis, yeah, you're mis, you're misconstruing oh, yeah. that. I mean, because uh, he kneeled. Oh, yeah. Oh, what did you think? Oh, uh, hey, we know what he thought. We know yeah. what he thought. We've heard, we've heard his filthy mind. And way, yeah. to, way to turn on a brother really quickly. Real fast. That you're the only point. person who's possibly more black than him. <laughs> exactly. He doesn't count. He looks Persian. Uh, all right. I don't even know what Persian exactly is. In, in Trump does. news, because we have to talk about Trump, an anonymous senior official, that's how you know it's legitimate, has uh, admitted to being a part of, quote, the resistance inside the White House. This comes from the New York Times. Direct quote, many of the senior officials in Trump's own administration are working diligently from within to frustrate parts of his agenda and his worst inclinations. Have you you've been reading about this? Yes. Been hearing about yes. this? Yes. Yeah. Well, you trust the the source? Well, it reminds me of, uh, and I wrote about it today in Town Hall, when we, when we were doing fracking, uh, the New York Times ran a piece, an anti-fracking piece, where they quoted a federal insider, an yeah. industry insider, a senior official yes. on, on these emails. They redacted the names. The Senate was able to go back and look at who these people were. It was the same intern. <laughs> it was the same intern? <laughs> yeah. So there was an intern. They split him into, into a senior insider, a federal insider, and an industry insider. He was an intern at the Energy Information Association. Or, uh, wow. Can yeah. you confirm this, Anne? He was like God, basically. He was like a holy trinity, you know. He was he was everywhere and nowhere. I've never Actually, seen you let him speak that long. Oh, oh, oh that is no, okay. No, we're no. not. This is yeah. Me too. Me too. Hashtag. You need to take, take me too. Hashtag. I'm There's only boys here, and I'm alone. Grab his. And this is the second time this has happened. The other time was off no, air. Right. Me too. Hashtag. Grab his grab his headset mic and grab it so he doesn't have anything. You got all. You, you know got what all, you were going to say there when you said grab his. No, mic. grab his. Oh, well, especially given the Irish are a filthy people. No, no. I can't. Bombs and no, dirty Irish. jokes. No, I came here in good faith. Oh, this right. went all down. Anyways, well, this one, no one knows for sure who wrote the article, actually. But um, we do have our own suspicions. <laughs> yeah, he's not very good with the... Uh, <laughs> I, I feel as though um, that could be mis misinterpreted. Not misinterpreted. Interpreted Inter properly and, yeah. and seen as cultural appropriation. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is the bad side. That is exactly what that is. I, I, this yeah. person better hope they remain anonymous, in my opinion. That's the, the only Trump person probably whiter than Philim that I can yeah. think of. It's Mike Pence. <laughs> You, you he's, from our, he's from down the road. He's from Ireland. <laughs> is he really? Yeah, he's from yeah, down the road. Oh, no, he's from, he's from, seriously, you know the way people say, you know, I, oh, I, oh, you're from Ireland. Oh, God, I've got a friend in Dublin or I've got a friend in Galway. Uh, I'm yeah, from you Ireland. Meet, we met Mike Pence because some of us were invited to the White House. We're not going to get into it, but there you go. It just <laughs> happened. And I, Mike, I Pence, and Mike Pence said, Phelan said to him, you know, do you, you know, do you know Ireland? And Mike Pence looked at him like he was a simpleton and said to him, yeah, I spent summers in Tubber Curry. No one would lie about spending <laughs> summers in Tubber Curry. Trust me. Crappy. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. you know, it's kind of the middle of nowhere, in the middle of nowhere, which is Roscommon. And my mother's from Roscommon, so I'm, I'm able Our to say that. Our one fan in Tubber Curry right now is like, son of a and yeah. you know what? I'll bet you someone is going to get in touch from Tubber Curry because we yeah. went to Ireland, by the way, when we were promoting the Gosnell film and we were in Galway, we were in Dublin and Phil and I were there in our own country. We're Irish. obviously Irish. Irish you know? heroes. And the yes. next thing, this like band of people come up and said, oh my God, we love you, which people say to us all the time, yeah. by the way. You know, we heard about you on Loudwood Crowder and we're going, seriously, the guy from Detroit is the guy that told you about that? Like, how does that even happen? That seems, so, that seems right. so wrong. You mean that half Canadian scumbag? Well, actually, that is what I said. But I just... Yeah. 
I was no, they changed it in post. They changed it in post production. I was trying to be. You and Dean Kane. Dean Kane gets recognized by a lot of young people who hadn't actually seen Lois and Clark. So he's like, you know, I've done I've done a lot other than a lot of No, it is sad. I wouldn't want this to be my legacy. And I am the show. I don't want it to be my legacy. Really, do you want? Have you got a singing career ahead of you, or what? What is it? What's the? I think I think mixtapes. Yeah, mixtapes. I'm doing some sampling with tracks. Are you going to be in the next Dinesh D'Souza movie? Yes, yes, Singing. I will. The problem is I, I won't get enough airtime because my name's not Dinesh or D'Souza. By the way, hit the notification bell uh, for those who are subscribed because subscriptions don't mean a whole lot. Uh, join Mug Club. You get the Daily Show, like you see today, yeah, only every yeah. single day. And, of course, you can join up on iTunes for the like Labor Day weekends when you want to listen. And, you don't and if you're very good you. when you come on the Loud Recruiter Show, they don't put coffee in here. They put beer in here. They do put <laughs> beer in there. The fact that you're speaking that way that is, may have been is a little mistake, bit uh, actually, makes it a little yeah. uncomfortable. It's giving me a hand that oh, rocks yeah. and cradle vibe. Number one, uh, number one. I'm going to count down to the show. <laughs> speaking of... Speaking of Pence, this is actually a good segue. Turning to Mexico, Guadalajara just legalized sex in public to prevent extortion. That's fabulous. If you're not following the line of law, I didn't initially. Let me read a quote from Newsweek. Council members say it's to prevent police from extorting young couples caught having sex and also to channel police toward investigating more serious crimes, including the region's uh, rising murder rate. Well, it would seem that should be at the top of your priority (laughs) list. Uh, But, uh, of course... Cops are funny. I mean, in in London, they're running around... Uh, policing people's Twitter accounts while the murder rate's gone through the roof. No. Yes, yeah. and van control. Mm-hmm. But uh, I can see why people are a little upset because Trump actually immediately exploited this with a loophole through Tinder. <laughs> and deported. And she's gone. Oh la la. Frankly, this I like. Well, just like, uh. thank God if it were Obama, Obama be grinder. <laughs> Oh. Oh. Hashtag me dose. Hashtag me dose. It seems like they're focusing on the wrong thing here. Like, you just, at some point, don't you have to focus on the corrupt cops? Otherwise, you just have to legalize pretty much everything. <laughs> at some point, yeah, you have to focus next? on oh, not being Mexico. Yeah, yeah, well, exact Gang violence, well, the cops are corrupt, so just legalize that so that they're not taking bribes. Well, that's like what happened like, in Portugal. When people point what? to it as a success, they ended the drug war. But I'm yeah. like, do you know how much they've spent on these massive public rehabilitation oh, yeah. programs? It's and I understand damn. constitutionally, if someone wants to do heroin in a state, I, I understand the Go argument for it. for it. But Portugal is not a, a shining beacon of success. <laughs> no. People, they they have heroin. It's like shanty Notice. towns. Yeah. They, like Hoover. Hoover they, they have not, not Hoover. Sorry. Um. Yes, Hoover. Yeah, yeah. Hoover. They have those, but with heroin. Yeah. These no go places. Just don't go there. All your don't Portuguese fans are gonna be writing right now. Yeah. All of them that are high are loving us right now. There, there is no obrigado for you. <laughs> you want to fight? That's Brazilian Portuguese, and now exactly. the Portuguese getting mad at the Brazilian Portuguese because it's not proper Portuguese. Uh, finally, the jeans company, Levi Strauss, you know them as Levi's, I yeah. call them Levi Strauss, is uh, teaming up with a new gun control group because it's 2018 and they simply cannot stand by silently. <laughs> this is a quote from the company. Americans shouldn't have to live in fear of gun violence. It's an issue that affects all of us, all generations and all walks of life. Thank you, Levi's. This is the direction <laughs> they're choosing to go. Stands, of course, in stark contrast to notoriously pro-gun uh, Wrangler's jeans, their recent commercial with uh, their spokesperson, Brett Favre, um, who oh, was dragging yeah. a gay behind his pickup, which oh. seemed a little oh. bit... Oh. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> why does he have a ball As though, Well, I don't think you need to ask why. I love how Anne laughed and Philem's like, we shouldn't be on the show. <laughs> And this was a grave mistake. Oh, the beer yeah. helps. We have a wide theatrical release coming. Yes. That's right. Uh, By the way, guest jeans uh, still won't say what they believe in, so no. you just let that yeah, one yeah. ride. <laughs> See what we did there? Every now and then, every now and then, something a little bit clever. Uh, I want to toss to you here because you've done so you've done so many films as it relates to media, and obviously you you sat under um, well sat you were you were pupils of the great Andrew Breitbart. Yes. 
when I see you guys, actually, you're probably the people I see most. I see Andrew the most because I was uh, I was introduced to Ben through Andrew, and he just just loved you guys. I think it was the accent a little bit. I'll be honest. That seemed to, to add to it. But you guys were in charge of big environment back when it was Breitbart, big big Hollywood, big government, big environment. Yeah. Um, uh, we toss this to the audience. We're going to get into the Kavanaugh, uh, the Kavanaugh debacle this week, the charades. Do you think that the left is the wing of conspiracy theories, or do you think it's just do you think it's just propaganda? I think the left is it's, it's fairy tales. Okay, they like fairy tales, which are, you know are kind of conspiracy. You know, they love a great story with a happy ending and uh, yeah. you know, and, uh, and a villain and all that. And, you know, they they don't, they don't. Yeah, it, it's conspiracy theories, but they're with a fairy tale running through them. I suppose all conspiracy. So yeah, conspiracy theories. So it's like Ace, Aesop's conspiracy theory. Yes, <laughs> yes. like <laughs> slow and corrupt. Nice. Good job. Yeah. Loses the election. Yes. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Okay. Why are we always the villain in these these stories? I don't America? Know. No, the us it's conservatives. Oh, I thought you meant the United States because yeah, we had Irish too. people here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but both of us, uh, conservatives, white males, we're always we're the screwed. bad guy. So yeah, wow. here's the thing. They've used the recent deplatforming of, you know, InfoWars uh, to push this narrative that, that the right wing has a sort of corner on fear-mongering and conspiracy yeah. theories. Now, not, not only do I think the narrative is untrue, but organizations like CNN, this is, this is my presupposition here. This is my contention. <laughs> CNN is far more dangerous in the long run uh, as there are conspiracy theories, propaganda, we'll get to it. I want to hear what you think. They go completely unchecked. Yeah. And yeah. people know if there's a there's a, a you know a, a radio show that says you know there are interdimensional vampires who are reading your mind. People are like, okay, this is this is kind of political theater. <laughs> nice. But when it comes to CNN, they're actually selling people a false yeah. bill of goods. Keep yeah. in mind the textbook definition of conspiracy theory. I want to make sure we bring this up. Uh, of course, Merriam-Webster, apparently a white supremacist, racist. You know all of that. We have to preface it. A theory that explains an event or a set of circumstances as the result of a secret plot by usually powerful conspirators. So the Kavanaugh hearings have showcased this pretty damn clearly that yeah. uh, this has been a big part of the left. So uh, we'll talk more about the hearing a little bit later. It was um, chaotic few days. Did you yeah. follow it a lot? Yeah. A bit. A bit. Was it too hard to, too <laughs> it's, hard it's, to tune in? It's hard to watch. It's, it's, yeah. I, I almost, it's I almost, easy. yeah, I almost chose not to watch because I knew exactly was, what was going to yeah. happen. Well, the women's and march, yeah, they were organizing uh, to disrupt the hearings yes. every few minutes. Um, and they actually, they wouldn't let Louder with Crowd, they wouldn't let our, our uh, press correspondent into the hearings at all. But um, for those people who don't know, we do, we do have exclusive footage of Ooh. what actually went on. Yeah. As the judge will recall, he helped me get ready pussy. for a Supreme don't Court. Don't touch order. my vagina! Ah! Oh, God! No! Don't touch it! May don't I touch proceed, it! Mr. Chairman? Yeah. As I was saying... Canada will not sit idly by any longer when this fascism is... Oh, God! I can't! It's all, it's all, it's all ...have announced their opposition even before he was nominated. <laughs> I, I noticed Philip and Anne were very confused. That's Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, the yeah. second person. Yeah, the hat in the hat. Yeah, I realize if you're from, if you follow the show as much, there's an arc. Uh, it's, it's 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 an anthology. It's, it's multi-layered. So let me give you some Good examples. Stuff. Conspiracy. The first conspiracy with Kavanaugh. This was that a, a Parkland victim's dad, uh, Fred yeah. Fred Gutenberg, not to be confused with yeah. Steve Gutenberg, who I'm pretty sure is dead, uh, rushed over to Kavanaugh <laughs> and tried to shake his hand during a break. And of course, this was all over the media, and it was trending on Twitter that Kavanaugh s deliberately snubbed right. or refused to shake his hand. Here's the clip that was making the rounds. Tonight, one moment you may have missed if you weren't watching the Brett Kavanaugh confirmation hearing closely. The father of a Parkland shooting victim says Kavanaugh refused to shake his hand. And then people using it as a jumping off point on YouTube. Exactly. Like, I think this is terrible. And that was, I'm going, hold on a second. Did you see the actual video? He was just reacting as anyone would to a total stranger, by the way. And you've been at these events. You know what it's like security-wise. Rushing in to shake his hand. Security interview. Yeah. Here's what actually happened. Look, he's going, what? Huh? What is it? Huh? 
Probably not. I don't know you. Yeah. Moving on. You had no idea that was going to be national yeah. news for 24 hours. This is like not a story at all. I mean, who yeah. cares? Well, you know, what's worse about it, keep in mind, this is a planned publicity stunt. Yeah. Did you, did you know this? That Feinstein actually invited the dad to be there and, and said ahead of time, I have a quote, I will be at the Kavanaugh hearings and I hope to play a role in ensuring that this man does not become the next Supreme Court justice. Holy cow. Hmm. Does that make Feinstein a crisis actor? How does that work? <laughs> it definitely does. Feinstein's a false flag, people. Uh, Gosh, more Alex Jones. Or Jesse Ventura. Or Jesse, yes. Feinstein's been putting fluoride in your tap. <laughs> <laughs> this whole thing is a charade. I mean, really. I mean, come on. It's, it's political theater. That's all they're doing. And they're counting on the fact that we won't do our research. And most people don't. Most people look at that and go, yeah, yeah. He just, he just snubbed the guy who lost his kid. In a school shooting. Well, here's of this is the question: Do you think that they really believe there's this vast network of people in power who want to spit on the graves of mass shooting victims that we don't care about dead kids? Do you think that they believe that, or do you think that that's a narrative they want to run with to villainize us? Narrative. Well, if the only thing they ever read is the New York Times, they might actually believe it. That's the problem. You know, <laughs> you know if 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 their if their only news outlets are like CNN and New York Times, they probably do think that we're you know have you know, yeah horns and are very dangerous and sort of toxic and all of those kind of things and are capable of almost anything whereas the actual truth is very much the opposite as well, we well, as we, we have as we she quickly plugs uh, as we very quick <laughs> as we as we, uh, as we show in the Gosnell movie you know that's what that's what they're for you know that's what yeah. they're for that's we, the kind of stuff that they're for I think that's a good point we call that a shameless plug it is a shameless it's not it's not going to did you mention the gosnellmovie.com i did gosnellmovie.com <laughs> did i mention that wow. i can mute your microphone you're going to get a commercial break where everyone should obviously go check out Fix this in post, don't worry. The, the second crazy <laughs> conspiracy, and then we're gonna we're gonna give you some of the biggest conspiracies from CNN uh, that, that I think the, the, the most the most offensive <laughs> at large. And I use that term not that I'm offended; it, it offends the the intellectual sensibilities. Yes. But as it relates to Kavanaugh, the second one was the woman flashing white power sign. Did you see this? Oh the, yeah. During the hearing, this was everywhere. Yeah. This clip, I don't know how many millions. Can of I just plays say? Can I just say, Stephen? I just spent the whole time when I'm sitting here, really conscious of my hands because I'm thinking, oh my god, you never know. Like, what am I saying? Who knows what I'm saying? Actually, yeah, here. people yeah. are watching. Like, like, what was that? What was that town in Ireland? Tupper Curry. Tupper Curry. Person from Tupper Curry. It's a I know she was a crip. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making yeah. some kind of Tupper Curry power sign. Yes. I, I, She's <laughs> been initiated. <laughs> I think you're safe. There's not a lot of diversity in Ireland. All right. Here's the, here, here's the clip. This is the clip that went super. For people who didn't see it, this is the white. Go, go ahead. Oh, okay. black. This is this is the clip. The the 99% clip. and things like that that I thought <laughs> I ought to clear up. I've never seen this in my timeline. Going because sometimes when you see Whoa. something viral and you don't have the context, I remember watching that going, what's do you know something that people really, huh? uh, you know, th th what's very scary in the world is that some people have far too much time on their hands. I don't right. know if you've heard that expression. I mean, we came across that when we were making like Frack Nation, f making films about the environmental movement. One thing that struck us was a lot of women involved, even though I'm a me too, very much. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> oh, that's hashtag. Yeah. Of course that's you hashtag. Just what can't you think I was doing? You just can't stop yourself from the gang symbol. <laughs> of course I'm always oh, a gang single. Problem. And gonna give it to you. Yeah. She gonna give it oh to you. Gosh. But basically you find an awful lot of people in the environmental movement are people with a lot of time on their hands, an awful lot of money and an awful lot of time on their hands. Yeah. And you know what? They'd be better off going home and knitting or I don't know, you know, macrame, cook something. I don't know. Do anything. I, I don't even know what are other activities. Macrame, or I don't know what macrame is. It sounds like a, a crossbreed between macaroni and macrame. Or, <laughs> or no, maybe it's origami. Did you, did is it you origami? That's an Asian. Embroidery. That's out of all of our wheelhouses. <laughs> 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 origami. Did, did, you, did you find out who, about the woman? Did you know who she was finally? Was it her oh, name? yeah. No, no. We know Mexican, who she Jewish, American. Yeah. 
family Polish Jews who escaped the Holocaust. Oh my gosh. It she doesn't like, oh my sure. God. She's like a walking <laughs> diversity Photoshop. It's, it's, it's like CNN can't do research because it burns. <laughs> I can't possibly, I just, I, I, I can't. Is it oh is PubMed God. in the browser bar? I can't. <laughs> That's the news that we get today, Stephen. <sighs> Instead of recognizing this is, that the woman was just resting her arm, what would the left, unless it's propaganda, they'd rather believe that there's some vast conspiracy of secret white supremacists in D.C. flashing white power signs in order to coordinate the racist agenda. By the way, an agenda which comprises largely of <laughs> flashing white power signs. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing else ever actually uh, happened. Yeah. <laughs> like there's, like, like yeah. Hitler was saying, like, okay, listen, this is what we're going to do before the final solution, yeah. okay? <laughs> You're going to sit before Parliament, yeah. and you're going to go like this. All the time. They will never see it coming. <laughs> is this like the new NFL like dances that they choreograph? Like, uh, <laughs> I, I, what I, she's doing. This is like, that's what we're going to see every time. By the way, did you know that uh, every time a three-pointer is hit in the NBA, a lot of times they hold their hand up just like that, which I guess is every black I'm, NBA player saying that they're... And every German watching was like, that's the symbol for Zyklon B. <laughs> I knew he was one of us. <laughs> you would say something, quarter black? Well, <laughs> aren't the people that, that would be like... For those signs, they're more for like people that straight up say I'm a racist. Yeah, <laughs> those people. Yes, like, pretty much. Oh, they're not wow. for like you the, have to bleep the little word. Yeah, no, I don't, yeah, exactly. they're like for like the little. Yeah, they don't really disguise it. They're not for no. hiding at all. Like the white supremacist, like they have a, they have a swastika tattoo, and all of a sudden they're trying to right. they're trying to play it cool with like, yeah, I got a swastika, but when I sign burn the Jews, I kind of <laughs> hide it with my bicep. Yes, just right there. It's, it's time to call these people. They're conspiracy theorists. This yes. is what it, or, or propagandists. These are micro examples from the cabinet hearings alone. It's just the tip of the iceberg. They've engaged in this kind of behavior for years. So let's look some yeah. of the like the biggest conspiracy that right now Trump mentally unfit. You've seen this everywhere. The right was yeah. a, we were all accused of conspiracy theories about remember Hillary's health. Yeah. Before 2016, even though there were videos of the coughing fits, it, like she was, she was actually collapsing. We're going, hey, hold on a second. This is a woman collapsing. Do we yeah, yep. roll this video so we can look? Look at this. And we were going, oh wait, what, what's going? What's going on there? Here. What's 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 happening? <laughs> and, the, oh, <laughs> and the media and the media is saying, all is well. Nothing to see here. It's like, yeah. what they're stabbing her in the jugular with a diazepam <laughs> pen, and that's not normal, is it? What are you, a white supremacist? No. Exactly. Someone help her. It's gotta be it. Yeah. Is she taking her meds? Is she yeah. drink a bucket of salt water with Ron Paul? Is someone <laughs> keeping an eye on her? Nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. But now, if you've seen the running with this this insane conspiracy theory about Trump being mentally unfit to be president, here here's one, of course, from uh, 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 <laughs> well, just see who it's from. Look, there's so much wrong with these tweets. He even misspells the word council. And, and it doesn't stop there. Here are six of the tweets Wait, today. Geez. At one point, he's comparing Mueller to Joseph McCarthy. You were in some other foreign capital, and you'd say, "Is is the president okay? Is he all right? Are you okay, are Brian? You okay? How does he get a job from misspelling a word? Is he okay? Really? Fat, bald, and stupid is no way to go through life, son. <laughs> nice. Oh, <laughs> no. ad hominem? No, stupid. Accurate. Seriously, I wonder how he gets a job. How do they pick him? How does someone have a lineup of yeah. journalists, a lineup of broadcasters, and say, that one? <laughs> how much is that Brian Stelter in the window? I don't know. Don't take him home Too with much. you. Too much. That's uh, it. <laughs> and don't feed him after midnight. This is, by the way, from CNN's reliable sources. Right. That's not an ironic indie reliable. rock band name. It's the funniest name for a show I've heard on CNN. That's what he ever. calls for real. That's what he calls his show reliable sources. Is something wrong with Donald Trump because he misspelled counsel? Uh, uh, you know what? Maybe. I can't confirm it. I'm pretty sure you're an ass. 
cult. I think that's something <laughs> that, that we can confirmed. all agree on. Trump mentally unfit. It's become his go-to, despite, by the way, he has zero medical training, right. zero medical evidence to support it. Well, what do we call that? What do we call Is it? It's a conspiracy oh, yeah. theory. Yeah. While the right is being the platform for conspiracy theories, which really means disagreement, he's allowed to go out there and say that, I don't know, Donald Trump has Parkinson's, whatever the hell it is that he says. Right. We called Hillary's health in the question. It was it was conspiracy, but there was actual evidence. Um, I don't know. Does this fall into propaganda? This is a question I've been I, tossing. I, I go back and forth. I, I'm, I've got a point. I, I think it really is propaganda. I think we're really, really close. And it doesn't take a lot of people to do this, right? It only takes a few bad actors, and then a lot of other people can come along and just kind of carry the water because they think that they're right. And they don't yeah. necessarily have a nefarious agenda. I mean, think about this. You hate to compare it. It's but lazy. In Germany, this is what happened in, in Nazi Germany. There, it didn't take a uh, lot of Oh, look. People. He goes to Nazi. Look at that. No, no, no. Yeah. I, I go you to open that. the floodgates. I, I did, right? Hold on. Listen, give, give me a second here. It, it doesn't. <laughs> the that, Hold on. It's the best no. example. It's the best. You'll get example. no seconds. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up, you. All right. So it, it just—it's the best example in history of a, of a few people putting something out there and having it just completely run through society. Right. Yeah. It's the best example in history. That's the only reason I use it. And so when Goebbels is doing it, it doesn't take a lot of people that feel the way he feels for that to become true. Because then you come along and say, well, oh yeah, the Republicans are full of conspiracy theories. If if that's all you see right. from the media. That's what you're going to believe. And then all of a sudden, it's not about us being bad. It's about you saving the country from us. Right. And that allows you to do whatever you want. So I think but it is propaganda. The one that people actually do believe, propaganda, I certainly, is, is the Russia, right? That's yeah. it, So <laughs> previously, you know, in decades past, Joseph McCarthy uh, was widely accused of conspiracy theories regarding Russia. But now, I mean, I, you know where this goes. <laughs> Trump may not be a paid Russian agent. Uh, he may just be stupid enough or disloyal enough right. or anti-democracy enough or just evil enough to be doing it for free. <laughs> That's what I tune in for when I want to watch GQ, <laughs> he, a men's fashion well, magazine. Is he, broad, is he broadcasting like from like a toilet or something? <laughs> like a men's room or something? It's like this echo, right, guys? It's like this kind of really weird echo there. Lavatory. And it's almost like, it's kind of like, it's got this very sort of communisty aesthetic, right? Ooh. Yeah, it does. I think Doesn't that's what he was going for. That's probably oh, because is that what he's looking yeah, for? Yeah, okay. That's that. also because he has the worker's fist up his rear. That's so it's, <laughs> it's, yeah, it throws all Fair of us enough. off. That makes you need sense. to be close <laughs> to a toilet <laughs> with that one, yeah. I got you. I got you. I want to just, just put you both in my back pocket and take right. you wherever oh. I go. So I can just, every time I have a topic, I'm like, I want to make it more interesting. There's magic go. for lim and, 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 and dust. I'd be so happy, except for this, this is empty now. This is empty. Well, I can't leave. I'm in the middle of hosting a show. Uh, wow. so I didn't think about that, but I did spot there's a fridge. There's a fridge over Garcon. there. There is a, there's a fridge over there, there but I don't think there's the any beer. No I will get you some beer in a second. What have they got? Exercise Nothing like perpetuating the original stereotype. Look, it's like, I'm Irish. Yeah. I can't. It's exactly what gets to my thing. Sorry, can I just say there is, you know, there is an awful lot of value to stereotypes, and I just, I don't like the way <laughs> that they've been spoken about. They're very valuable. Cliches are very helpful. <laughs> they they, they save, are. Save Cliches time. Are helpful because you know what? They're true. Yes. Also, some could potentially have prevented the famine. You know, Russia. Uh, they did influence the election. Running yes. a few Facebook ads, about $150,000. Let me make yeah. this really clear. We've been talking. There has been no proof. No. Nothing. Zero. Good day, sir. Any or any charges brought against Trump for collusion with Russia? Nada. There is none. Yet leftist blue checkmark Twitter. They even went as far as to claim that Kanye West, Kanye George Bush doesn't care about black people. West is probably a Russian agent because he supports <laughs> Donald Trump. Uh, that's awesome. That's how far it goes. This is this is the it's paint the umbrella of everyone who disagrees with us as yeah. a conspiracy theorist. Another one we got to clip along here really because we we have to get to uh, we have Gavin McInnes and we have the the Hodge twins. The patriarchy. This is one. There's some vast coordinated systematic attempt to keep women out of the top of industries and careers. Right? You've seen this. Yeah. But I think we still haven't ended patriarchy. We still haven't ended this Not whole you. Um, idea that we're yeah. in that You're somehow. On TV. 
men dominate, oh. men determine the agenda, men have the authority, and women um, come later. And I think violence is the mechanism which keeps patriarchy in its place. What? Who is she? I don't know. What happened to her? It's kind of crazy. What happened to her and her child? Freud doesn't even have a <laughs> form for this. Yeah. Mm. And by the way, it's a theory that relies on a bunch of sub-conspiracies right. that have been debunked, like the wage gap. It also ignores yeah. massive amounts of statistics mm -hmm. that contradict it. And again, this is this is key to conspiracies, right? You always go, well, the Earth was flat. Well, hold on, why is the Earth flat? Because if you go up in a helicopter and then you don't basically <laughs> land in Phoenix, it's not... It's not round. Right. What are you talking about? <laughs> Volcanoes! What? what? What's happening? Right? This is what they do. And they ignore all of the evidence in the to the contrary. So with women, of course, far more successful than men in college, education generally, dominate certain industries like healthcare. Again, if it's patriarchy, it's not very effective. If it were patriarchy, <laughs> yeah. we wouldn't allow that haircut. Right? No. If we made the rules, we wouldn't allow her on the TV We wouldn't screen. allow her on television. She wouldn't be anywhere near it. It'd be nothing but Cindy Crawford and Christy Brinkley 24-7. That's it. Elle McPherson, you know, when she plays her cards right. Another conspiracy privilege. This is another one. I think this is genuinely, just like the patriarchy, the claim that everything is based on oppression. No data for this. It's preached as gospel truth on networks like CNN. Do you agree that there is such Ooh, a thing? Oh, he's aged since then. Have you seen Lemon recently? As white person. She won't watch Lemon. I can't of watch course Lemon. And I'm white and I have it. I'm, I can walk in the street in New York City and put my hand out and no taxi will pass me by. That's not true. What? Yeah. <laughs> I've had that happen many uh, times. Is okay, he, are second, you greasing the taxis? You know? Hang on, the, yeah. second, the second guy's black, is he? No, the second no, guy is not. White. The second guy is white. Then why, why, sorry, what did he say? He was saying no one passes me by. In other words, I can yeah. get any cab I want oh. as a white person. Yes. And yeah. that was I'd before like Don Lemon looked like dead Johnny Mathis. Yeah. yeah. I think taxi drivers are kind of, you know, jerks to everyone. So. Yeah. But guess <laughs> who hates Uber? Equal guess opportunity who, jerks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're guess, my favorite. Guess who hates the sharing economy? The sharing economy. Yeah. The socialists like Cortez and Bernie. Yeah, you course. figure that one out. Let me know when you solve <laughs> the writing on the wall, the equation, beautiful mind, and the yeah. numbers add up. Because I can't find it. The idea that cisgender, heterosexual men, no matter how poor or unprivileged, they, they, we have access to everything we could possibly want. But people of color, women, LGBTQAA, IP, and a silent number two, no matter how rich and successful, are somehow still the victims of oppression. This is the premise of it. It doesn't matter that studies, again, evidence to the contrary, showing cops are not more likely in fact, to shoot blacks and white people. Or that men actually suffer from the overwhelming majority of workplace injuries, deaths, and suicide, not women. They never mention this. So th we have these ideas out there of these vast networks of, what do we have, patriarchy, privilege, Russian oligarchs controlling our society behind the of scenes. Course. Did I miss something? <laughs> Was it uh, most uh, of Russian prostitutes no, peeing on the Formica well, yeah, while the ping, Donald Trump takes a video scandal, with the yeah. Samsung Galaxy? Yeah, sure. They all fit the most <laughs> basic dictionary definition of conspiracy theory. But here's the ultimate irony to me. The actual powerful conspirators, if you look at the, the definition, are the ones deliberately posing these conspiracies to the public, presenting them as fact, while condemning anyone who disagrees with them as the conspiracy theorists themselves. So what is it? Is the leftist media just filled to the brim with conspiracy theorists or propagandists? It has to be one or the other. And here's something, if they're just professional propagandists, as I think is the case with some of these, like Russia, for example, what does that say about all the folks? They label conspiracy theorists and then systematically deplatform and ban. Is it paranoid to think that the media is incredibly biased, for example, and dishonest in the facts that they choose to present and the facts they choose to omit? If that's the case, guess what? Everyone in here, everyone watching or listening needs to be fitted for your tinfoil hats. Gavin McGinnis will be uh, up after this. I'm pretty sure he already has one. He does, yeah. It's rough. Greetings, America. Hopper here, telling you to not be afraid to try something new. Like me in the pool. I used to be uh, scared of it. But once I came in with Boy Human, I realized it's not so bad. 
and I can actually cool down when I when it's uh, hot in the summertime. Oh, Baba, stop petting me. Okay. But it's like many of, of you out there with Mug Club. You might think it's expensive, but $69 a year for students, veterans. But it, you should join. It's worth it. Totally worth it. this a good fighting stance like the 1920s no idea i have no idea and i said the fighting irish no that's the losing Never. irish if you if you fight <laughs> this way i was just watching a, a, an old jack dempsey fight it was it was considered the most brutal beating in history i can't remember who his opponent was tweet me at credit if you remember exactly who it was the guy was 60 pounds heavier and it was like watching a modern boxer versus an old timey boxer like this and annihilated. he just beat the hell out of him jack dempsey really brilliant guy really you know a, a guy who was very um he, he was very conscientious. He's very intellectual in the way he approached the fight. Gave me some books out that are worth reading. And also just like in his book, he'll be like, don't do this. That's what sissies do. That's just what they wrote about in the books back then. They had no concern for it whatsoever. Uh, you can follow our next guest as long as he's still out, of course, at Gavin underscore McGinnis. Get Off My Lawn is a program on CRTV available to Mug Club members. You can go sign up anywhere. CRTV Mug Club, whatever, whatever your preference is. Gavin, how are you, sir? I am great, and I'm reading Jack Dempsey's autobiography right now. Really? So do you know who the yeah, guy I'm talking? Yeah. What are the odds? <laughs> and so Jack Dempsey's mother was obsessed with John R. Sullivan, yes, the late late nineteenth uh, century boxer, and he was this guy. Yeah. And Jack is the guy who changed all that and came up with like body blows and combinations and. Yeah. He's the one who ended this stupid fighting Irish stand. <laughs> he really it's did. And he, to do, he ended it very brutally. Do you remember the name of the opponent that I'm talking about? The guy who he, he defeated for the heavyweight title. Um, it, it was it, I can't remember, but uh, man. yeah, it was his name was Fatty Buster Blood Vessel. Yes, exactly, <laughs> something like that. Have you seen the fight? No, no I mean I've I've watched a lot of his old fights on YouTube, which is what inspired me to to get the book. I don't remember that particular fight, but there is a. A colloquialism or a saying that he got from his grandfather, and it's the weirdest one I've ever heard. It's, um, uh, never hit a cripple and don't go to bed with a fool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Also, methamphetamine ruins your teeth. It seems as though he's just kind of yeah. picking some random statements. But it is, I, I haven't read the autobiography yet. I've read his boxing books, but, um, it seems like it'd be worthwhile reading. I've read a lot, a lot of his old articles. Very eloquent guy, very insightful. Um, and on, it is, have you ever thought about this? This is completely unrelated. Have you ever thought, like, when you were a kid, did you ever daydream and think, man, if I could go back to, like, the Revolutionary War or the Civil War days, but just travel in a time machine with uh, an M16 burst fire rifle and some hand grenades, I would, they would be a monument in my name. I'd be a national hero. <laughs> did you ever, have you ever thought that as a, as a kid? No, I don't want to do that because I don't want to have the butterfly effect. Now, I might want to go back as a ghost. Just so I can get See, a good yeah. look at it. You can look. But that's just being on the that's just being on an HBO set or a Gangs of New York set. <laughs> yes. If I could genuinely go back in time I would go see bands before they were famous, like the Sex Pistols at the uh, the 100 Club and early The Who and stuff. I don't care. I don't want to mess with history. That sounds far less consequential than what I would do. But the point is, that's, it's very similar when you watch <laughs> Jack Dempsey. It's like somebody going back in time with modern artillery. He was so advanced for his time. Like you said, they're coming in like this, and he's doing the shoulder roll, the Dempsey roll. It's fascinating. Anyway, okay, completely unrelated. Speaking of uh, speaking of conflict, what, what, what's been your take on the, the confirmation hearings obviously with Kavanaugh this week and the the uh, the the vagina hat uh, protesters right now it's it's been 
It's been really hard to watch. I was in Los Angeles, so I had CNN on like a like an old person, 24 hours just watching it, and it was about maybe every six minutes someone was screaming something out. Yeah, did you see the, the picture going around of one of the women getting paid? They've got some guy with a big envelope, a manila folder, and he's handing her her 200 bucks. No, I haven't seen that picture. I know the lady who they accused of being, we just talked about, accused of doing the white power symbols was, uh, was Jewish. Was just yeah. She was just resting her hand. She was just resting her hands. Yeah, she's resting her hand like that. Her parents escaped the Holocaust. They fled Poland, <laughs> and she's Mexican. And yeah, she. They also say she got a text. Like the text said, "All right, sister, it's time." Yeah. <laughs> and then some <laughs> slogan like "Blood and Soil." And then she goes, "All right, here we go." Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> We're at the point now where I'm scared of them. Like I, it, there's one thing to be scared of a Tony Soprano and a Jack Dempsey who's going to beat you up. That's the normal scared. Right. But I'm scared of the week now. I'm scared of when Trump gets reelected. I don't want to. I might be on a boat when that election happens because just they're case. they're they're totally erratic. Yeah. Well, you know what? I was just talking about this with Ben Shapiro uh, the other day. It's it's the weak who hurt you. This is the truth. Now, strong people can become evil. Strong people can become bullies. But you, there there is no possibility to be weak and be generous. There is no possibility to be weak and compassionate. Think of think of anyone in your life who's ever betrayed you, stabbed you in the back. Was it the the strong, blunt person who's a little bit tough to deal with, but you know gets things done, or was it the weak person who was always looking for an excuse? The weak are the ones who hurt you. And yeah, that turns into a mob mentality. I'm genuinely concerned if there is that bounce back uh, because they're violent. By the way, jocks don't rape. We were sort of raised to think of the evil frats and the jocks. Those guys just get laid on the free market of being attractive. <laughs> it's the beta male comedians that are, that are molesting girls when they're asleep. Yeah. And I, it took me like 45 years to learn this fact. And that's why, by the way, that the Duke lacrosse thing or the West Virginia, whatever it was, one Virginia Tech thing, were so eagerly pursued. Uh, UVA, because yeah. writers like Sabrina Erdely, they go, oh, good, you got a big, strong, broad-shouldered blonde man with a letter on his jacket raping girls in a coffee table that's smashed. I love it. Let's go. I don't care what the truth is. Right. But the truth is, as you say, it's the weak that are in there like little rats, like chewing at your ankles. Yeah, and do, do, this is where, do you think that these are conspiracy? We just did a whole segment uh, about conspiracy theories versus propaganda. You know, the do you think that the Russia deal, do you think that's a conspiracy that they're, they're trying to get to the bottom of? Or do you think it's just propaganda? With this, do you think it was a conspiracy that white supremacy? Or do you think it's just propaganda that they knew this was? How, how long did it take their research department to find out this girl was Jewish and, uh, you know, descendants of Holocaust survivors? Sometimes I go, the left is the umbrella of conspiracy theories as opposed to the right. You have fringe right people, but sometimes you go, hold on a second, a conspiracy theory has to involve people who are pulling the strings. They're pulling the strings. They are the ones in charge of the media. It's like inception of propaganda versus conspiracy theory. Your thoughts? Yes, that's become the only interesting question left with these lunatics, is how much do they believe their own hyperbole? And Ezra Levant says, no, 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 they know it's all a lie, it's all an act, it's just trying to win. I disagree. I think they genuinely believe that there was a whole ordeal with the text and everything. I believe that they believe that the Russians hacked the election, that Trump has prostitutes. Tom Arnold has a show on Vice called Show Me the Tapes. They're so positive there is a tape of prostitutes doing disgusting things with urine, as my dad pronounces it, <laughs> that... Uh, <laughs> That it's just a matter of time it before sounds we like all some... see the tapes. <laughs> I love how he takes it. It makes it sound like it's from the elemental chart. <laughs>
<laughs> yes, there's a symbol for urine. Um, you too. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It is incredible. Do you know we were just talking about this as well? Like, okay, let's say this were a white supremacist. It's this is to advance the white supremacist agenda. By the way, let me be really clear. Completely condemn the white supremacist agenda. Okay, they've gone after me and Charles Hermes at UT Arlington used the fake memes and fake swastika tattoos to try and get us banned from SMU. I'm no fan of white supremacy. That being said, have you noticed when they say it's a dog whistle for their agenda. The agenda is primarily uh, to create more dog whistles, like, oh, she gave a symbol, and that leads to another symbol. There, wh wh what is it? What was she going to do? If she crosses her arms this way, does that mean, and another Holocaust? I don't understand the end game that they think there is. The end game is all these people get together, and when they're in all the right spots, they sort of go, ready? Now! Sort of like Animal House, when the the hands go and come apart, and we see it's the death mobile. Yes. So they think there's a death mobile lurking, and that death mobile is the Fourth Reich, full-on Nazis, grabbing not just Jews and blacks out of their homes and sending them into, I don't know who is allowing for these trains, I don't know who allows for these concentration camps, but also they've included trans, gays, and the disabled. Yeah. Like, they're seriously saying, I stand by my disabled students. For what? When the Gestapo comes to take little kids in wheelchairs away to death camps? I mean, it's so ridiculous. It's beyond flat earthers. Sometimes I talk to flat earthers and I go, yeah, I mean, that's wrong, but I see you're coming from. That's wrong, but I don't necessarily have the science with me right now. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, I, I just had a scientist on my show who, who spent months debunking them, and it was kind of hard because a lot of them have really worked hard on this theory. So it, yeah. it's not that easy to debunk. But the idea that there's going to be all this national cohesion with infinite genocide, where they kill every basically non-healthy white person in the entire country, is totally bananas. And they go, well, it happened in Germany. Yeah, lots of things have happened in the past, and those people were obliterated. You know what else happened in the past? Communism seeped in and led to 100 times the deaths. That yeah. literally Hitler committed. And literally Hitler also, by the way, was socialist. So like say, well, national socialist. It yes. doesn't matter if it's national socialist or democratic socialist. Democratic socialism becomes national socialism because it's the national identity voting in their interest. Someone told me, someone said this recently. I said, you're just mad because we're coming for that. We're coming for your cheddar. Talking about uh, uh, Octavia uh, Pintanina Santa Maria Cortez. Said, we're coming for your cheddar. Now, I will say, I'm, I'm relatively wealthy now, uh, this last year. I'm, I'm, I'm not rich, but I'm, I'm pretty grateful for where I am. I, I don't see any uh, need to be ashamed for it, and a lot of people make a good living. But I'm going, hold on a second, what are you coming for that cheddar? You're coming for the cheddar for people who employ dozens, for people who've created multiple six-figure incomes for other employees? Not to mention, you're not coming for anything, because guess what? When these socialist revolutionaries try to come for the cheddar, we're just going to pay their friends more than them to protect us. I don't think yeah, they yeah. thought it through. I don't think they know how much cheddar we already pay. My <laughs> education tax just for to live here is tens of thousands of dollars. Yeah. But the, the way they talk about this white power stuff again and again and again, and outside of like some crazy little co cottage in a hill in the Appalachian Mountains somewhere, imagine just anyone across the country, Texas, anywhere, they're sitting at a dinner party and you're meeting a new guy. It's like your cousin's new boyfriend or whatever. Like, so what are you about? And he's like, Oh, I, uh, well, I hate blacks, and I obviously hate the Jews, and uh, I'm just, um, I'm hoping we can sort of get a thing going where we round them up and, you know, burn them, gas them, I don't, I don't even care what, throw them in a big hole. <laughs> Everyone at the table would just be going, 
Also, that kid with also that kid on crutches. White supremacy. What? Also, that kid on crutches. Yeah, I'd like to do yeah, him too. Also, trans people, of course, and the disabled. Like, no one would go. Oh, so that's what you're about. Oh, I've heard of the lot about you guys. Apparently, you're in the White House and stuff. Oh, mm, mm, mm. yeah, yeah. He's one of us. We have a dog whistle. It's like we have a bat signal. <laughs> it's just, it's just a toupee and a, a pair of orange teeth. It really is crazy. It, and then this is, of course, used to justify acts of violence and and justify. If you actually look at Kavanaugh and you look at his history, uh, I can't remember who it was who was who was interviewing him, but it was a conservative. Republican who was unhappy with the fact that he actually um, was part of a case that said you couldn't voluntarily pray before, uh, I think, football games. Something, something along the lines where it didn't side with Christians. And as a matter of fact, it could be interpreted that this uh, case law sided against voluntary religious liberty on campus. And uh, I don't think people realize how, how moderate in a lot of ways Kavanaugh is. It, it, it doesn't matter anymore. I think that's what the right needs to understand. It doesn't matter if you're Kavanaugh. It doesn't matter if you're Trump. It doesn't matter if you're Ted Cruz. They're coming after you. Um, all right. We're he never said... He was against Roe v. Wade. He said, that's the precedent. I have to follow the law. And right. the other part about that is, why is that a feminist issue? About 50% of women are pro-life. So I don't understand what the, that hell these feminists are screaming about. He never said he was going to overturn it. And it's not a woman's thing. It's an ethics thing that most women are, or at least half women are against. Yeah. Well, I think you probably find about the same statistics re regarding murder from men and women. Probably an even split. What do you mean? I mean, most of them would be against murder, whether they're male or female, penis or vagina. I'm like, yeah, I'm not a fan of murder. So all it takes is show them <laughs> yeah. the fetal chart. It's like, yeah, we tried it. We tried it back in the cave days. It doesn't pan out well. Yeah, it doesn't pan out well. No, it is remote. We had a Naomi Wolf on the show, and she said, well, you would, she was talking about abortion. Well, respectfully, as a man, I said, okay, how about my wife? She volunteers every week, several days a week at a crisis pregnancy center. Do you? She disagrees with you. You want me to bring her out here? No, I'm afraid of strong women. These, it really is remarkable how, how, how weak these women are, these feminists, these people who go out. And, now, do you have a protester in mind with, who sticks out at you with the Kavanaugh uh, hearings? Uh, yeah. Her name is Linda Cockroach, which uh, <laughs> it, in Arabic is Linda Sarsour. She's wearing a hijab. If you have a hijab on, you are traditionalist, Muslim, you're a devout Muslim, you're pro-Sharia law. Zero percent of those people are pro-choice. You cannot be for abortion and a devout Muslim. That's not the way it works. It's like someone dressed up in Amish gear saying, we're fighting for the right to choose. It doesn't make sense. It's such an obvious flim-flam. Right there, right in front of your eyes. She's got the hijab on. It's all right there. And they just go, I'm falling for it because I like the enemy of my enemy. Yes. Yay. That's a good, good comparison. That's a scene that I missed from Witness. I know you are and hands off my vagina. All right, we do have to get going. Uh, it is hey, Get off my lawn at CRTV. Hey, by the way, have you been reinstated? What's the Twitter situation? I'm banned for life. Oh, I'm sorry, and I plugged that right off the bat. I thought because Jack Dorsey was bringing some people back, you were amongst them. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to rub any salt in it. So get off my lawn at CRTV. Where's the other best place people can find you? That's the only place I've been sequestered. Painted <laughs> into a corner. Well, then everyone, alone here. join up. CRTV, go watch it. We have to go, Gavin. We have Hodgkin's next. Okay, here we go. Oh, Baba. The couch cushions have me again. Oh, Baba. Are you just gonna look at me like that? Oh, Baba. Help Hopper escape the sofa cushion cracks. 
join Mug Club today. It's his only chance. Jean-Luc Picard thought he was gay. Yeah. He's not. I thought, I thought so. Also, if you wouldn't know our next guest, you'd, you know, you'd roll the dice. Good-looking guys, <laughs> twins. A lot of people are into that. You know, they, sure. they could clean up at the Folsom Street Fair. Uh, but they are lovely uh, gentlemen. They are married. They're actually, I believe, I believe they're straight as far as I understand. Oh, you, you never know. That. You never know. Joe Weeder might be hiding in their closet somewhere. Uh, you can follow them at Hodge Twins on the Twitter. Uh, HodgeTwinsTour.com. You've got some upcoming dates in Salt Lake City, Southern California, Kansas, Denver, Texas, Florida. Oh, Hodge Twins, how are you gentlemen? Oh, man, we're doing great, man. Yeah, we just made a move to Vegas, man. Yeah, that was expensive. I can, I can imagine expensive. Now, what what was the move to Vegas? Taxes? Yeah, um, I mean, being self-employed, you know, those state taxes. Federal is enough, but then the state taxes take our money. So yeah. I was like, man, we got to cut back some places. This you know? damn big government, man. They take all your money, man. It's, it sounds to me like each time you, you visit the program, you're more conservative, if not also more increasingly afraid of dogs. I used to lean right, but now I just jumped off the cliff. <laughs> <laughs> would, you, would you say that's, that's a more recent, like in the last year, year and a half? Because I remember the first time you were on the show, you were saying, yeah, you know, you had been kind of watching some of our stuff in Shapiro, and now it seems like, I mean, you moved across the country because you were pissed off at taxes. That's a contrast. <laughs> yeah, I look at Fox News all the time now. Yeah, man. I forgot all about CNN. I'm a straight Uncle Tom now. <laughs> <laughs> You're watching Fox News. You are. You already have a reverse mortgage in Vegas and a pocket full of gold. Um, let me ask. So let me ask you this: While we're talking about this, you guys obviously you served in our inner military. We've talked about that. Yeah. Thank you very much. Uh, Thank you. Uh, Colin Kaepernick is back in the news with Nike. We know the whole kneeling issue. There's so many angles here, though. But what's what's your take on this position, and in, in, in especially Nike? There's there are a lot of parallels there. You guys obviously work in the fitness industry. Uh, Nike, they work in fitness sports. Um, <laughs> Is it just a blind spot? I would imagine that big that, that jocks, people who are purchasing Nike or supplements, or they're, they're not super interested in someone taking a political stand against the country. Right. Yeah, yeah. I don't get it. I don't know why Nike did that. It, it makes no sense. You learn that the first day you take business course. You don't shoot yourself in the foot like that. Yeah. And it's like, um, since when does Nike, um, like, um, pointing out oppression? They got all these little kids and all these sweatshops. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they don't even pay the kids. They pay them in top ramen. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to start you off with two bags of ramen a week. Right. That's not you pass your probationary period, we're throwing an extra pack for you. But I have a full brother and sister. Just do it, Ming. Just do it. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's I, I really I don't understand. I don't understand it. I'm wondering if there's something that I'm missing. And unfortunately, you can't probably provide insight because you're Uncle Tom, uh, right leaning African-Americans. But, you know, are, 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 do you think a lot of black Americans are going, hmm, I'm looking for sporting apparel. I'm going to purchase the one with the guy who kneeled for the anthem. That's the deal breaker for me. That's what they're going to do. Yeah, <laughs> is that, is that what they're going to do? Telling you, you heard it here first. <laughs> well, then you just need to start. What? You know what's crazy? The reason why I think it's the way, because, okay, black people have been mistreated in the past, right? Sure. So that's made them racist. And then when they, <laughs> I'm serious. And then when they look at the uh, CNN, they look at CNBC, just like, man, we're never going to have nothing here. Yeah. Man, I'm going to just, whatever, whatever I can do it to Whitey, I'm going to do it. Burn, burn down a Walgreens or something. That's the next yeah. logical step. 
Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, they got it halfway right with that campaign. They messed up. They messed up one word. They said just do it. They supposed to say just suck it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, I don't even. He's not. He's not even. Bleep that. No, I don't think we need to bleep that. That's totally fine. Um, it, it, it is. It is bizarre to me that they made this pick for someone who's not. Re I don't know a ton about him. Not a very. Act yeah. Not a very active quarterback, as far as I understand it. Entirely. Yeah, and what has he lost? He hasn't sacrificed anything. Yeah. He got paid millions of dollars. How much money are they paying him to do this ad? Yeah. You know what I mean? They forgot all about the the socks with the the, the peak socks and the Fidel Castro yeah. shirt. I mean. It don't make no if sense. If Nike right. was really interested in doing this campaign the right way, they would have yeah. did it when um, that guy from the Cardinals, he he just, he uh, he dropped his million dollars, multi-million dollar contract for Tillman. He was offered a multi-million dollar contract for years. Yeah. He said, I'm going to do something about my life. I'm going to do something for my country. Mm -hmm. And he ended up getting killed a year later. Yeah, but all Kaepernick did is divided the country. Yeah. Yeah, he gets, yeah, yeah just, if they say Trump is divisive, you got to say Kaepernick's divisive too. Well, it's the exact it's it's the exact opposite. You know, Rosa Parks united the country by uh, by by sitting down in a, at the different sp space in the bus, and Colin Kaepernick just took a knee. He didn't even take a seat. He just took a knee. I mean, he's very. I think he just got the wrong message and thought, "Oh, I get it. Revolutionary. Sit down." Like, no, no, Colin. There's some, there's another component to this. I think you're missing yeah. the fundamental issue. Yeah, you guys could do that with you. You sell a lot of merch. What's your merch store again? Um, it's at officialharshtwins.com. Yeah, so you guys have, a, I know, a pre-workout supplement. You have some pretty cool sweatpants and fitness gear there. You should just, what you should do is market it with Antifa members as models. And <laughs> you, you get a corner on the market. <laughs> just just a picture of someone in your sweatpants, you know, turning over a cop car, written like the Jay Peterman catalog. Perfect for those heated hey. summer nights in Baltimore. It's a thought. It's just a thought. Uh, let me ask you, you guys were talking about this recently. You just released a, a rant, I think a whole video on this, as long as it's allowed. D drag queen story time uh, for kindergartners. I wasn't aware of this, and usually I'm on top of this, but I've been traveling quite a bit. Uh, w what's got the two of you all upset? I don't like drag queens. <laughs> no, you and DMX. <laughs> I would say, you know what, I'd go as far as, okay, you can read to the kids, but... You ain't gonna teach my damn kid how to be no damn drag queen. Yeah. You're supposed to be reading Three Little Pigs and shit, Big Bad Puff and shit. You talking about my kid? I wish my kid would come on talking about, hey, daddy, daddy, I'm gonna be a drag queen superhero. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. I, I want to get to know RuPaul. Yeah, it is bizarre that this is what they're teaching. So this is a story for kids, just drag queen. I would imagine that doesn't go over very well in the black community. I was listening to DMX the other day. Uh, very, and by I mean just earlier, very very homophobic. I'll grant you that because he actually talks about like you know if we squash and beef, I ain't shaking your hand. Talking about because they're gay. I'm like, oh, you won't shake their hand just because they're gay. But here's what's so funny to me: MFR, N word, talking about you know killing people. <laughs> And now, even on Spotify, even on the explicit version, do you know what they, do you know what they, they bleep? <laughs> Everything else is allowed. <laughs> DMX, but that's the word you don't hear on the DMX versions. Off limits. Yeah, that's a fact in the black community. They, um, they are homophobic, big time. Yeah. Big time. You, it, it's very rare that when you meet like a very flamboyant uh, gay black man, and I always wonder, like, who, who are your friends? He's not hanging around a bunch of niggas. <laughs> well, He's I get, like Lion King. <laughs> oh. 
He's been sitting outside the pride lands. Yes, yeah, I, I can imagine. Every Everything the feminist green hair touches is now your kingdom, but this is ours. We're going to send you to the elephant boneyard of Antifa members. Okay, so did, now you do have kids. Did they come home and have to learn a drag story, uh, drag queen story time? Is that the name of the story? Oh, hell yeah, no. It was, it was some kind of campaign. It was going across New York and California yeah. where they was going to introduce kids to... Uh, I guess an alternative lifestyle, and it was gonna read stories to them. It started off just reading stories, but yeah. then it turned out, turned into I'm gonna teach your kid how to be a drag queen, yeah. just like me. Hey kids, do you know what a drag queen is? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't. Th I I think you might be mistaken. It was actually about transgenderism, which is see, this is show your homophobia is showing. It's a drag queen is not transgender. They're very different. A drag queen <laughs> dresses up like a woman, even though they're a man, or it could be the other way, but usually a man dressing up like a woman. A transgender is a man who dresses up like a woman, but says he's a woman. Yeah, straight she-male. <laughs> no, no, that's transsexual. But that's... Well, listen, between a cross-dress and the drag queen. That's the whole deal. It's very hard. It used to be transsexual. They'd gone through the surgery, right? So there was these were actual clinical terms. Okay, you're a transsexual. You've gone through the surgery, the hormone replacement. But most transgenders now don't do it. They just dress and women. A lot of them don't do the hormones. A lot of them don't even get the top surgery. 90-something percent don't get the bottom surgery. So I'm always confused. I'm like, are you a drag queen? Or like, no, I, I'm a, I, I think I'm a woman. Oh, well, that settles it. You could call it lazy. Uh, if they look like me with a uh, wig and a dress on, that's a drag queen, right? Cross-dressing. <laughs> yes. They can actually pass for a woman. Straight she-male. I don't well, think she-male no, is it? That's like a compliment. <laughs> well, you know, who it, you know who it ultimately hurts are big women because they don't be—they're never given the benefit of the doubt anymore. You know, if you see a big woman, think of, honestly. If you see a big woman now with wide shoulders, you're always there's that little little flicker in the back of your mind going, "Is she?" And don't ask her her pronouns. She's not going to be happy with it. That's the problem. All of this makes it worse. We're so divided. All right, how do you want to leave this, you two uh, stud muffins? Oh. Just suck it to Nike. <laughs> Are you, have you, do you have any Nike? Is that gone from your house now? Yeah, yeah I ain't got no Nikes. I'm going straight New Balance. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be you. <laughs> I'll wear some Reeboks. <laughs> I can't picture anything less black than New Balance. I picture Steven Spielberg wearing them in a director's chair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not you guys. Maybe a couple of guys in the CrossFit games. I have no idea. I do have some Reebok shoes. I, can I say this on here? They're terrible. I have some, some Reebok uh, boxing shoes, and the soles came apart within two months. Gone. I, I'm, I'm, I'm astounded they got a UFC contract. All right. Well, we now know who won't be a sponsor to this program. It is, I believe, HodgeTwinsTour.com. Where are you going to be next, boys? Um, next week, we'll be in Salt Lake City, San Diego, California, Brea, California, yeah. Irvine, Irvine, California. You have a lot and of fans in Salt Lake City. That was where, remember when we thwarted Antifa wanting to stab Ben Shapiro? You guys were there. We missed your show because we were dealing with the FBI. But I thought it was all white Mormons. You have a lot of white Mormon fans? <laughs> it was a white yeah. crowd there. Yeah. <laughs> <It's a> white... <laughs> Niggas ain't trying to f us. <laughs> so our shows are white. Yeah. <laughs> There's a couple niggas freaking in, but they got white girlfriends. I love how that won't be bleeped, but if you use the word f that will. So, you know, we'll, we'll keep just just keep it in mind for your next mixtape. Uh, HodgeTwinsTour.com and, of course, at HodgeTwins on the Twitter. Hey, guys, uh, always great. We're going to have you back here, hopefully, in third chair soon in studio. But we got to go and wrap this up. There it is again. So strong.
That's called the attempting to be sexy and only uh, only increasing the speed of your drowning. Yeah. You do the, the, when did this really become good. sexy, by Sorry. the way, the, the holding the lip? The, and get the, mm. the biting the finger. It's not sexy to me at all. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm like, ew. Like, where have my fingernails been? You've been yeah, especially, you know, if it's usually modeling, shooting a New York subway, some guy in a trench coat. Now, do you have any idea? I saw Death Wish 2. This is terrible. Terrible. Someone's going to say, Death Wish 2 is in L.A. Shut up. Uh, very grateful, by the way, Gavin McInnes, uh, for being on the program. Uh, sorry to Senator Ted Cruz. Obviously, he's pretty busy. I think yeah. we're going to be having him on next week. And uh, the Hodge twins. And next week's schedule, I don't know exactly what it looks like because we're gearing up for one of the biggest Crowder confronts ever and some Ooh. big change in my mind. And I know a lot of people are saying, well, it would change my mind because we did it in front of the White House. And uh, Oh, something else I should tell you, too. Uh, I'm doing a show with the Ben Shapiro, the Sunday chat show for the whole hour, uh, Prager yeah, Fireside right. Chat, a Prager U video coming out. And by the way, the Socialism is for Figs shirt. Do not purchase it. Do not put it up on Instagram because it has been banned as hate speech from Instagram. Oh. Uh, so don't go out there and scramble to buy this because we are discontinuing it, meaning that it's in limited supply. Uh, don't do any of those things. Do not support the program by joining Mug Club or buying the shirt that Instagram does not want you to have. Because don't. Own, unless you want to be super cool and doomed to a life of success. Yeah. I just figured I'd let that ride. Uh, well, th thank you very much. You know, something I wanted to talk about, because I was actually talking with, with Ben Shapiro about this recently when we were speaking on the phone. Um, you hear this a lot. You hear so, right now when we were talking about CNN and we were talking about kind of what's been going on with Kavanaugh. We've been talking for a long time, obviously, about Antifa and Black Lives Matter. And you hear people often complaining, saying, well, someone has to do something. Right? We hear that all, all the time. So, someone has to do something. Uh, you know, he, he was asking me, we do this kind of pre-interview, and he was asking me about this show and what, what it was that inspired uh, me to do this show. This show is the result of someone has to do something. Let me explain what that means. And, and this was important because I have an email recently from someone from the YAF conference, and I appreciate uh, the email that you've sent. By the way, lifeadvice at lotteryofcredit.com. We'll be doing a whole episode uh, with nothing but life advice that you probably won't want. But uh, I, I remember a time when uh, every conservative I knew, including myself, about how there was no conservative late They're like, where's the conservative late night? How, where's the answer to the Daily Show? You, you still often hear it, right, from people who watch cable news. How the left has a stranglehold on comedy. Everyone kept saying that, that we needed some, uh, someone's got to do something. And I remember pitching this program. Now, whether you like it or not, this is not the point, whether you enjoy the program or not. I know many of you do not, but you're here anyway, and I appreciate you suffering through it with us. I really do. Sometimes I wonder why you watch, but I appreciate it. I pitched this show day in and day out at Fox News for four and a half years and was told that it would never work. This very show, what you see, what you know also, by the way, has changed my mind, was turned down by, I think, every major conservative publisher. Everyone, all the ones that I can think of. There might be a few that didn't, so I don't want to drag anyone through the mud who, who wasn't involved. But at a conference table, the phrase, conservatives don't like comedy, they only want Obama doomsday books right now, were actually spoken. Surprising. So I think this is important because we often someone someone's got someone's got to do something. We have people even come up after the shows like, what do I what do I with CNN with my friends? What someone's got to do something. And and I won't, I don't want to point to anyone specifically. Uh, there were we're hiring right, and you can go to liveofcrowder.com to see we're, we're we're hiring, we're moving to new spaces, expanding all the time. Um, there were some people when we were hiring, very good people, but you know this, they they effectively just wanted to take part. We have like an eighty yeah. percent dropout rate. Yep. They just wanted to come and kind of work. This isn't, this isn't for you. Uh, this is the kind of place where you do whatever it takes. You grind until it's done because what? Because somebody has to do something. It applies both ways. If, 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 we, stop, if we stop doing this show, there's no one to carry the mantle right now. 
There's no one else. There's no one else who's going to provide this. And, and, and we keep going, we keep putting ourselves through something that obviously, the, the ringer, it's, it's very difficult, and it's, we're getting more people coming in to do the program. I was talking with Ben about this. They have much more staff than we do, but we do it because someone has to do something. This is us doing something. You know why people can't stand complainers, and this is the someone, someone has to do something, the person who just sits idly by and says this, and I'm gonna tie this into a way that's hopefully helpful. Uh, it will, will be helpful if you have ears to hear. You know why people can't stand complainers? It's, it's not just because they're annoying but they are. It's because in complainers, we see weakness. And in weakness, we see untrustworthiness. We see betrayal. The left loves to vilify. I was just talking about this with Gavin McGinnis, and this was a kind of spur. I was just talking with the left. They love to vilify the strong as toxic. Let me ask you, how many times have you been betrayed in your life by a strong man or a strong woman? How many times have you been backstabbed by the person with the backbone? The person who may be a little bit tough to deal with, might be a little bit brash, might be a little bit blunt, but gets things done. How many times have, have they screwed you over? Think about it, genuinely. No, it's the weak among us who hurt us. And we see weakness in complainers. Someone who is about how things shouldn't be so, oh, I can't believe that things are this way. You and I, we, we all subconsciously say, oh, so you're not doing anything to change that it's so. They're just waiting for somebody. Somebody has to do something. That's inaction. And inaction is a decision. Someone's got to do something. We hear that all the time. Stop being the person who says that. Be the person who does something. And let me tell you something. And I, as an employer, because what I'm about to tell you applies to anyone in your life whose respect is needed to be earned at all or, or is worth earning. If there's anyone whose respect you need to earn or you think is worth earning, this applies to you. As an employer, the most valuable person to me is a guy who comes to me with solutions to problems that I didn't even know existed yet. The most valuable, the MVP is the guy or girl who says, I noticed this wasn't working properly, or I noticed that this could be made more efficient, and I thought we could fix it through ABC or XYZ. I do have your permission to do so. I am the person looking to, looking to give you more money. <laughs> are you men enough to take it? That's the person employers are looking to promote, and it applies to every aspect of your life, from your work, to your relationships, to your marriage, to your finances. You know who the least valuable person is? in a company, it's the person who says problem, 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 and doesn't give you any solutions. And months down the line, still no solutions. Because anyone can find a problem. But when it comes to fixing it, by God, somebody has to do something. Well, could that somebody be you? No, 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 no. So, somebody. I mean, somebody in the, in the abstract. Somebody uh, 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 finds a way. And these people do this because the person who is trying to do something, also, this is another important component to, to, the, important component to the whole, someone's gotta do something, the person who is trying to do something, if you become that person, most of you aren't, by the way, will inevitably fail. That's a part of being the person who does something. You know who never fails? The person who sits by and says, someone has, so, someone has to do something. Will someone please think of the children? How about you think of the children? Someone has to do something. And then they can sit by and find more problems and point to the failures of the people who are doing something. But in the long run, they're not the ones helping you providing solutions. Not only are these people less valuable in an, in an employment situation, they cease to be valuable to anyone in their life. You know these, the, the problem finders, the someone has to do something, guys. Eventually, they find themselves, or herself, cast out from workplace, society, marriage, their friends. Sure, they might band together like we were talking about with Gavin McGinnis and, and, and a few other, somebody got to do something, guys, for a bit, make themselves feel big, a mob mentality, but that crumbles. Back to the individual do something guy. The guy who says, I can do X, Y, I can do this. I can do A, B, and C to fix the problem. Right now, do I have your permission? That's the person I'm looking for in a company when we're hiring. 
And you know what? So is everyone else. It's not just about, that's the person your employer's looking to promote. That's the person your friends are looking for in a true friend. That's the person your wife is looking for in a husband. That's the person you're probably looking for in a wife. That's the person your kid's looking for in a dad. That's also the person God's looking for in a disciple. Oh, did I strike a nerve? Did I strike a nerve with all the nobility and poverty, pious, fake Christians? Everyone whose respect is worth earning is looking to bestow their best, their blessing upon the man who does something, period. And I will tell you this, I was not that person for a very long time. I sat at the, I, grateful for the opportunity, I sat at the foot of Fox News for years and put on my stupid little polos and jackets and hoped that at some point someone would do something. And I was a fool. And no, listen, this isn't, this isn't The Tonight Show. I get it. I'm no Johnny Carson. But you know what? We've achieved some relative success. Uh, and that's entirely because of you. It could all go away tomorrow. I'm incredibly grateful. And guess what? It's a whole lot more success than I had with any original show at 21 or 22 or 23 years old, hoping that someone would do something, hoping that someone would publish it. Look, I've got this treatment for the Change My Mind book. No, no, it's, someone has to do this. What we are doing is the something I wish someone had done. That's all I can do. I can't do any better than that. That's like, I can't, we created a show, we did change my mind. And I was talking with, 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 ben, with Dennis Prager about this as well. I said, we did this because we all sat around saying the conversations that we have when we go get our hairs cut, the conversations that we have that have gotten us, unfortunately, three and a half star ratings at Uber. <laughs> you never see on air. It's not about scoring political points. That's what changed my mind was. It was someone has to do something. And I know that at least, at least millions of you have benefited. Again, I could all go away tomorrow, I'm very grateful. The reason this show exists at me being 31 years old, that I was hoping to see when I was 21 years old, is because I stopped at one point saying, someone's gotta do something. So the most, uh, the question I most often get, and we do, we'll do this life advice uh, for people who are Mug Club members, but um, can be answered really simply with this as a starting point. Often the questions are, how, how do I do this? Or how do I get started with this? Or, hey, this is happening at school. How, how do I fix this? Or someone sees me this way. It's usually the same answer. If you find yourself saying about your relationships, about your work life, about your finances, about what you'd like to see even in society at large, someone, if you find yourself saying someone has to do something, stop, stop, stop saying it. Because nine times out of 10, that person has to be you or it won't happen. End of story. I'm talking to everyone out there, conservatives in the entertainment industry, in academia, on politicized uh, science grants maybe, high profile athletes, no one is going to do it if you don't. This is the main piece of advice that I could give, if I could give to anyone. I know I'm 31 years young, who wants your advice from a 31 year old? But half the time when we get these questions from people, it can be answered very simply. Do something, stop being the complainer, Stop being the person who screams that someone has to do something and be the guy or the girl who does it. That's it. This week, go forward, be the guy who does something. See you next week. It only takes the time.